little Kenny G for you this morning. What do you call that thing, a clarinet? Pretty peaceful, I must say. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the republic for which they stand, two nations under God, quite divided, but liberty and justice for some. I had a really good discussion yesterday with some men from uh, my church on the idea of justice and how uh, we don't really have a equitable justice system in this country anymore. We don't have equitable laws. Um, the justice system is is beginning to single out certain viewpoints as okay and others as not. And that is not the way this country was set up to be or established. It's not um, it's not good. You know, we locally in this area, I should say, had a, a recent situation where a young man apparently thinks he's a woman or a young boy, in this case, thinks he's a girl and wants to use the facilities in the other arena. I just, it boggles my mind because I think about that kind of stuff at one time Somebody would have said that, you know, this person needs help. They need to go to somebody that can help them realize that they biologically are a man. And for some reason, their thought process has gone awry. They're thinking in a way that is not healthy, is not normal. And so instead of helping them in that way, trying to become more normal, we're just like, okay, you are what you say you are, and we'll accommodate that. So now young girls have to take a shower with a young man. I, I just, I don't know. It doesn't, of course, I'm not a big fan of that anyway. I, I think the public school system has gone is gone it's just gone there's i believe we should extricate ourselves from that system and create something different a private uh, competitive school system that the government can certainly uh, or communities can certainly subsidize lower income folks to be able to afford it uh, but in general the people who are using it pay for it I think the fact that, that some people, let's say people at home school, uh, have to pay for the local public school because of the way the tax system is set up is horrendous. It isn't, you know, you're being basically, uh, your income is being taken from you to give to something that you don't want to support. And... I don't know. It does not seem right to me. Of course, the government does a lot of things I don't want to support. And that's what voting's supposed to be about. But then our voting systems are pretty screwed up right now. So how do we know we're really getting the candidates that we choose? It's really become a pretty big mess. 
And I would say a lot of that started long before we took prayer out of schools. Um, probably the minute that this country was founded, that started. And a lot of things got uh, sent awry back in the early 20th century, the 1910s, let's say. But through all of that, you know, I just, I keep thinking about this idea that the darker it gets, the more brightly Christ is going to shine when he comes back. That maybe that's part of this purpose. And while we need to do what we can to defend our faith, to promote our faith, to help people understand, you have two choices in this world, to trust in Christ or not. That's really it. Everything else is just noise. But it falls into one of those two things. Trusting Christ or not. And if you trust in Him, you have nothing to worry about. They can hurt, kill your body, but they cannot take from you that which you've been given. So be encouraged today. It's a beautiful thing. Mm. So we, and it's a religion, we like to start with the Bible, the Word of God, the, the way, the truth, and the life Jesus calls himself. And it's a uh, <coughs> beautiful thing in my view. Because he is. He's the one that created you. He's the one that sustains us all. He's the one that gave us life and life in abundance. And he's there for you every day, all the time, without ceasing. I don't believe he sleeps. Maybe he did when he was on this planet, but... Such an amazing God. We are in Genesis, the book of beginnings still. We're getting towards the end, but Genesis 1.1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Time, space, matter. We have an answer for that. The other folks have a bowl of soup. And somehow the bowl of soup came about by nothing, by no means whatsoever. You had this explosion and nothing became something. And then something became a bowl of soup. And then the bowl of soup became you at some point. And uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And since nobody was around to see it or write that down, I guess that's what we got to go with if we don't want to trust in God. Genesis 46. So Jacob set out for Egypt with all his possessions. And when he came to Beersheba, he offered sacrifices to God of, the, of his father, Isaac. So when Israel set out, see in the NLT, they star that for some reason. I mean, he's Jacob, but he's now Israel. I mean, God changed his name. So why don't you just call him Israel? Um, during the night, God spoke to him in a vision. Jacob, Jacob, he called. Here I am, Jacob replied. I am God, the God of your father, the voice said. 
Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for there I will make your family a great nation. I will go down. I will go with you down to Egypt, and I will bring you back again. You will die in Egypt, but Joseph will be with you to close your eyes. So Jacob left Beersheba and his sons and took him to Egypt. They carried him and their little ones and their wives and the wagons provided, or Pharaoh had provided for them. They also took all their livestock and all their personal belongings they had acquired in the land of Canaan. So Jacob and his family, entire family went to Egypt. Sons and grandsons, daughters and granddaughters, all his descendants. These are the names of the descendants of Israel, the sons of Jacob, who went to Egypt. Reuben was Jacob's oldest son. The sons of Reuben were Hanak, Payu, or Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. The sons of Simeon were Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Zohar, and Shaul. Shaul's mother was a Canaanite woman. The sons of Levi were Gershon, Kohath, and Merar. Merari. The sons of Judah were Ur, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah. Through Ur and Onan, or though Ur and Onan had died in the land of Canaan, the sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamul. And that's the line of Christ right there, folks. The tribe of Judah. Which was not the firstborn, I might add. The sons of Issachar were Tola, Pua, Zeshub, and Shimron. The sons of Zebulun were Zered, Elon, and Jahil. Elon, that's interesting. Elon Musk nowadays is uh, playing, playing some folks pretty hard with his Twitter purchase. I think it's pretty, pretty hilarious. See all these uh, leftist squirmen. These were the sons of Leah and Jacob who were born in Padan Aram, in addition to their daughter Dina. Dina. The number of Jake, Israel's descendants, male and female, through Leah was 33. The sons of Gad were Zephon, Haggai, Shuni, Esbon, Eri, Orodai, and Areli. The sons of Asher were Imna, Ishva, Ishvi and Moriah. Their sister was Sarah. Moriah's sons were Heber and Melchiel. These were the sons of Zilpah, the servant given to Leah by her father Laban. The number of Jacob's descendants through Zilpah was 16. The sons of Jacob's wife, Rachel, were Joseph and Benjamin. Joseph's sons, born in the land of Egypt, were Manasseh and Ephraim. Their mother was Azanath, daughter of Potipharah, the priest of On. Benjamin's sons were Nela, Becker, Ashbel, Gira, Naaman, Eshi, her Ehi, Rosh, Mapim, Hapim, and Ard. These were the sons of Rachel and Jacob. The number of Jacob's descendants through Rachel was 14. The son of Dan was Hushim. The sons of Naphtali and Jazil, Guni, Jezer, and Shalem. These were the sons of Bilhah, the servant given to Rachel by her father Laban. The number of Jacob's descendants through Bilhah was seven. The total number of Jacob's direct descendants, Israel's direct descendants, went with him to Egypt, not counting his sons' wives, was sixty-six. In addition, Joseph had two sons who were born in Egypt. Altogether, there were seventeen members of Jacob's family in the land of Egypt. As they neared their destination, Jacob sent Judah 
ahead to meet Joseph and get directions to the region of Goshen. And when they finally arrived there, Joseph prepared his chariot and traveled to Goshen to meet his father, Jacob. When Joseph arrived, he embraced his father and wept, holding him for a long time. Finally, Israel said to Joseph, Now I am ready to die, since I have seen your face again and know you are still alive. And Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's entire family, I will go to Pharaoh and tell him, My brothers and my father's entire family have come to me in the land of Canaan. These men are shepherds, and they raise livestock. They have brought with them their flocks and herds and everything they own. And he said, When Pharaoh calls for you and asks about your occupation, you must tell him, We... Your servants have raised livestock all our lives, as our ancestors have always done. When you tell him this, he will let you live here in the region of Goshen, for the Egyptians despise shepherds. Which is funny, like how do they eat uh, meat? Then Maybe they don't so much. I don't know. So, Israel, Jacob, the artist formerly known as Jacob, is now uh, in the land of Goshen. I love that. The land of Goshen. If you've ever seen the... Uh, oh, what's the guy's name? It's the the movie Charlton Heston's in Ten Commandments. Um, pretty interesting movie. Yul Brenner. Pretty cool in that movie. Anyway, uh, you've got the family coming down there. You've got all the sons listed. And I'm just, I'm telling you folks, this is reliable text. You know, these, this stuff was written by the people that were there, the people that knew all the folks, right? All this stuff was kept track of. And so when you go back to Adam and Eve, there were people there that knew what had occurred. So we have eyewitness accounts to these things versus a bowl of soup. Mm-hmm. Or a group of, I think, demons, in the case of uh, the folks that were speaking to Muhammad when he was doing all his stuff to start the Muhammadan religion. But that's, uh, that's a story for another day. But again, folks, put your trust and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and he will be your guide. He will help you. Uh, he will bring you the truth, and the truth will set you free from all this other stuff. But you have to trust him every day. You have to trust him. I don't know that it's a new, but in a in a determined way, just every day. Or uh, there is still an enemy there that's trying to lead you astray from that. So, Lord God Almighty, I pray for strength for the folks that hear this today. Strength and purpose in you. That those who don't know you will know you, will come to know you, will come to trust in you. And that those who do will be strengthened and encouraged, Lord, by your word and the truth of who you are. So we thank you, we love you, and praise you in Jesus' name. Hey, have a nice day, folks. We will talk to you tomorrow.